It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. Happy Monday, everybody. Brandon here from the Better Faster Podcast. Today, Josh and I are joined by our good friend, Eve Gigi. And yes, that is how you pronounce his name. Eve is a physical therapist that owns a two-location cash-based practice in Charleston, South Carolina called Made to Move Physical Therapy. We talked about his business model, which has a licensing option, his new PT entrepreneur's business coaching venture. He also just started his own podcast, and if you stick around to the end, you'll find out what a mullet squad is. You're going to hear about all that, but first, if you haven't already, be sure to register for the upcoming Integrated Kinetic Neurology Seminar. That's the IKN Approach, coming to Columbia, South Carolina, July 14th and 15th. The link for that is in the show notes. And please head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. That's so important to help us reach more people. Now enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Better Faster Podcast. Today we're catching up with our friend Eve Gigi. Eve is a physical therapist and the owner of a private practice in Charleston, South Carolina called Made to Move Physical Therapy. He's also been doing some business development coaching. He's got his own podcast. This is a man of many hats, and I hope we get into all that. But first, Eve, thanks for joining us. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, guys. I really appreciate you having me. I'm uh, a big fan of both of you guys, both personally and professionally, so I'm pretty pumped to just you know sit down and chat. I always love these meetings. I always get plenty out of doing podcasts. Yeah, we appreciate it, man. We're very glad to finally get you on here. Yes, thank you. I've got a lot we want to talk about, but uh, why don't we start by getting listeners up to speed about who you are and what all you're doing in the physical therapy world. We can go from there. Yeah, sure, man. I appreciate it. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I have maybe a kind of unique story. Um, I graduated PT school in 06, and I really wanted to do pediatrics. I was going to be the only male pediatric PT, not only, but obviously it's pretty rare. (laughs) And um, I always had the dream of like, you know, only owning my own pediatric practice. Uh, I did that for about three years and um, got a little burnt out and kind of realized I want to do maybe some more outpatient um, and kind of a meld maybe between pediatrics and outpatient stuff. So um, from there, I started shadowing with an insurance-based PT practice here locally, did that for a year, and then um, grew one of their satellite offices basically from ground zero to seeing about 6,000 patients uh, in about four years. And I really learned a lot from that experience. I learned a lot of good things, you know, business-wise and like uh, um, how to hire, how to fire, some management stuff. But I also learned um, personally a lot of um, things not to do, um, you know, by just kind of observing the world around me, observing my bosses, my colleagues, as well as just observing um, how the insurance-based system um, kind of worked kind of in our area. And so um, long story short, I 
caught the let's call it the CrossFit. You know, I drank the CrossFit Kool-Aid and really started just delving deep into CrossFit and the strength conditioning world, which I didn't have a big background. I was a soccer player and a runner. And uh, once I kind of really delved into that, I really got excited about treating people more one-on-one and more of an athlete kind of performance type of setting. Um, And then just started following a lot of the um, kind of leaders in that field, whether it's Quinn Hennick or Kelly Starrett and some of those people. And um, kind of by default, believe it or not, I um, started a cash clinic. I really wasn't sure which one I was going to do. I met Danny because he was doing a mobility wad class um, that one of our our owners went to, or the CrossFit gym was going to. And I shouted him for a day and I was like, man, this looks, this looks really awesome. Um, But I almost had to by default do it because I had one 10 by 10 room and that's really only the space I had. So um, to really be effective um, in an insurance based setting, I would more than likely need multiple PTs and kind of a bigger setting and multiple tables um, to kind of make the kind of profit that I was looking for. So I decided, Hey, why not? I'm going to, I'm going to try this cash thing. And, you know, two, two years later, you guys um, kind of know the story. Um, I'm still doing the cash based thing. I have, uh, a second office. I started to build a startup EMR, like you talked about. I've started a podcast, and now, you know, um, we're doing the PT Entrepreneur Group and, and doing some business coaching, some masterminding over there with Danny Matei, and just trying to, you know, help other physical therapists learn a little bit more about business, a little bit, a little bit more about what cash based is, and and uh, you know how that possibly could be a right fit for them. So, so that. That's awesome because you've been in it, you've been at it for it sounds like what two to three years now, and you got two clinics. Yep. And how many employees you got now? So I got my home clinic, um, and I have one employee. He's kind of my let's call him my CEO. Like he does, he's a PTA, so he treats and he also does um, some online programming for us. But he also does a lot of admin stuff. So just me and him, and uh, I have a second office. Um, we can get into it later, but I, she's not my employee. She is my licensee. So she basically licensed our name and our business systems, and she owns her own practice and kind of pays us for the um, for the branding and for the business and stuff like that. So um, that's kind of the way I've kind of decided that I wanted to grow as opposed to having uh, multiple employees. Um, and I just hired my first physical therapist at my home office because – just needing so much time and energy to do some of the business stuff and to hopefully have two new, two new offices. Cause we're training two licensees now. Um, I've had to pull back some patient care, which has been a, you know, I start in July, so I'm seeing right 30, you know, 35 hours of patient care right now. And, uh, I've got to peel back to 10 starting July, which is kind of crazy to think about, but I'm going to take the leap and I'm going to do it. That's great. And, and your P. T.A. Dane, I, I know him. That, that guy is awesome. He is super sharp. So, and shout out Dane, by the way, like, uh, how you doing, man? Have you listened to this? But uh, let's talk a little bit about model. Uh, you mentioned that your other clinic, the PT is a licensee. How, how does that work? I'm really curious about that. Is that similar like a franchise model? Yeah, I mean, that would be the easiest way to say it. I mean, to truly franchise um, something, it takes about 100K. So obviously that's not the kind of kind of capital that I have. So um, instead, basically it's a contract between me and another physical therapist. So I I'm made to move, and she's made to move Mount Pleasant. She owns her own company, and then she pays us um, for 
<clears throat> for the name. And then again, we do a lot of our administrative work. We do our accounting. We do a t basically all of our backend stuff because, you know, a lot of people want to be business owners, but they sometimes um, don't want to do some of the, you know, the backend work. So I've kind of decided that, man, I want to do, um, I want to build the systems out and just let somebody um, be able to just, you know, treat patients and run a clinic in a cash pay model and, and see if I can kind of scale that. So it's been, been it honestly was a semi experiment because she's a, she's a friend. Um, and um, it's, it's just kind of taken off, which is, which is cool. That is cool, man. So um, she basically gets to use. Go, go ahead, Jeff. Oh, I was going to say, so um, I know you said you were kind of you know, working on training and helping them in the development of this, but is this going to end up being a little bit more, say like the, kind of more like the CrossFit model where everyone that has CrossFit in the name is still can run the th uh, their actual gym the way that they see fit. There just is some base layer of, of the same education. Um, or do you think it's going to be, you know, you're picking out these people and talking with them and training them to kind of do a lot of the things in the same way you would? Yeah, that's, that's a really, um, that's, that's a perfect point because I, what, what I care about is I, feel like the business side and the marketing side and the back end side needs to be standardized. But I've grown to understand that the way people treat and um, the way that they like handle patients, stuff like that seems to be really unique. And like, there's a bunch of effective ways to do it. And so I didn't really want my ton of hands on of kind of how they run the show there. I just want to do kind of the the back and work. So it's kind of like a CrossFit model. CrossFit model is very hands-off, right? Like right, right. you can go, you can walk into affiliate and sometimes they can have like Cybex machines or, you know, Nautilus machines. Yeah. So um, it's not quite that yeah. hands-off. It's almost like, um, I think it's like the OPEX model where they do some of the back end work, but not, you know what I mean? But don't right. like do all the program for you. Right. Like they give you some, mm -hmm. some of the, some of the support. And we definitely do a ton of mentorship. So there's like a, for most people, when they come on with us, they need to do about a three to six month mentorship program with us before they get their own um, kind of license spot. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, that's a, that's, that's definitely an interesting model. I mean, I could definitely, uh, see that going the way of the future a little bit because the only thing I can compare that to are some of just like the big chains out there. Um, so like, like your, the ones I think of like benchmark and Athletico, depending on what your region is too. Uh, but this seems like it's got a lot of potential to grow kind of in that, that niche cash based model that you've been. Kind yeah. Of yeah. I mean, it's just, right. It's interesting. Like is cash pay model scalable? Like a year ago, we kind of didn't think it was. And now we know to some degree it is, I don't know where that cap is going to be. You know what I mean? And, and um, you know, I, we'll, we'll see, right. Like how, how um, you know, the micro clinic is kind of what we're going for. Right. So this is like usually one therapist, they have a caseload anywhere from like 15 to maybe 25, 30 kind of tops. And they kind of ingrain themselves in the community, whether it's across the gym or like a um, endurance athlete center or maybe even a globo gym. And we're kind of trying to experiment kind of where because um, Charleston's made up of these like six little mini, you know, islands almost. You got James Island, you got Daniel Island, you got downtown. You got, I mean, Brandon, you've been here. You kind of know that everything's separated. So people don't travel. So we're trying to see if we can kind of put each one in a little community. And then, you know, if we can scale it here, you know, who, who knows what we can do from there. I mean, not to say that that's going to happen, but I'm definitely going to try. <laughs> no, I mean, I yeah, absolutely. And I think Charleston's definitely got the, the fluent market for that too. I mean, if it's going to succeed anywhere, it's definitely going to be in your region. Um, but we, we do have a few yeah. patients that, that listen to this podcast and, you know, just we're talking a lot about cash-based clinics out there, but for anybody, any patient might be listening, can you explain the benefits of why they want to go out, out of network, see a cash-based clinician versus seeing a physical therapist that might be in their network? 
Yeah, for big sure. I mean, yeah, absolutely. So the main difference is usually between us and some of the insurance-based clinics is, first of all, obviously we're going to spend one hour with each patient one-on-one, right? That's going to be um, just like you guys do, right? That's that's one of the big benefits. Um, like we don't have any PTAs or anything like that. So that's number one. Number two is we're going to do we're going to do everything above and beyond, um, whether it's sending them. Um, home exercise program via YouTube. They're going to get um, clinic number, and we pretty much answer all text messages, emails within 12 hours. You know what I mean? So they get almost unlimited access to us. Um, we keep our caseload about four or five people and always leave windows as kind of like emergencies. So I probably see four or five people a week who kind of just say, Hey, I need to get in right now. I tweak something, I need to go, you know, I need to get ready for this race. It's in two weeks. Can you fit me in? So there's kind of a big benefit there. Um, the other thing would be obviously the price, the price transparency. So you know exactly how much you're going to pay, right? You don't like get a bill later and be like, oh crap, this is how much it is. So you know exactly how much you're going to pay. Um, and I really think the kind of intangible, like unspoken um, benefit of cash-based PT is that you, you're bought in, right? So if you pay me, you know, we charge $165 an hour for kind of our a la carte per, you know, we do less per packages. Like if you spend $165 with me, it's kind of like when you get a coach, if you spend $200 a month on a CrossFit gym, like you're going to give a ton of time and energy to that because you, you know, you spent money on that. So like, I think that buy-in from the patient side is something that maybe a lot of people don't talk about. And I was kind of thinking about that for the past couple of weeks and talking to the licensees. And I was like, that's a big one because, um, you know, some people $125 isn't a big deal, but for most people, uh, $165 is, is going to be a big deal. So they're going to, you know, I guess give it their full effort or, or have a huge buy-in. So I would say that's a, that's a good benefit as well. No, I totally agree. And it's, that's very similar to the concept years medicine model that you're starting to see now where physicians are capping their caseloads and the benefit of that is, is yeah you're going to pay a little more up front but you're going to be guaranteed an appointment you get in you're going to have access via text messages email uh that kind of thing too um so i know i know that you've well from what i what i've seen it looks like you've kind of gone all in on this um so much so that you and our friend danny matei y'all kind of teamed up and y'all are starting to do some business coaching and consulting is that correct <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of I joined Danny's mastermind uh, a while back, <clears throat> and then I've now transitioned to kind of helping him with some of the coaching stuff, and he's really started to expand that mastermind um, kind of in a in a big way, and he's got even bigger plans than, than that. And, uh, you know, we've started this PT entrepreneur group, and, I mean, the big thing for me is just <clears throat> I really – I truly feel like I'm all in on the PT profession. Like, I just I just feel like – where our healthcare world is at, physical therapists are the perfect person to attack some of the main things that are wrong from most people's health, whether it's chronic disease, heart disease, right? Like um, orthopedic injuries, knee arthritis, all this stuff. Like we're really seeing in the research now as well that like, you know, a lot of these surgeries or cortisone shots or pharmaceuticals are, are not long-term solutions. They're typically short-term or sometimes even detrimental to the long-term progress of the patient. And so um, I'm just, I just want more PTs to feel more empowered. Um, and, and that could be in any way possible, whether it's like 
them building a product or them doing insurance-based practice or a hybrid practice or a cash-based practice or a concierge practice, whatever. Like I really, I mean, that's just kind of what, I, what I've been so passionate about because I just, I, I talk to a lot of PTs now and a lot of them almost feel like they, like they're second best compared to a doctor or that they don't have any value. And it's just like, I, I, I'm so dedicated to making that change. Um, and I don't care if I do it one freaking person at a time. Um, because again, like I said, I'm just so passionate about the profession. I think that, that we're, we're prime positioned, um, to, to help a ton of people. Yeah. No, that, uh, that Facebook group that y'all created, it's been really good. I've been keeping up with it for the past, like it's only been out like two months and it's got like a thousand people in or something like that last time I checked. Um, but it's, there's some, some really good dialogue, some good conversations on that. Um, where, where can the listeners find it? What's it called again? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So if they just Google PT, entrepreneurs and it's just a closed Facebook group. You got to answer a couple questions then um, and you can find it there. You can also go to um, Danny Matei, just Google his name and on his, <clears throat> on his website will be a bunch of information and go there um, kind of as well and to find out more about what kind of products and the mastermind and all that kind of stuff. If people want to go check that out some more. Awesome. Well, um, and just kind of following some of the things that people Post. I mean, it seems like it's 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 really taken off. I mean, it almost looks like it's almost becoming trendy to open up a cash based clinic. Kind of a side gig and a job. That's the same story you kind of keep seeing over and over again. So, what what's one piece of advice that you'd offer to any budding entrepreneur that wants to do what you're doing that's just getting started? I know that's kind of a loaded question, oh, but what's the where would you where would you begin with all this? That that's such a great question. I love that question. So I would say two things, and one, and I think both you guys are gonna love this. If you're not already training, and that could be yoga, that could be weightlifting, it could be, it could be Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I don't care what it is. Like, if you're not training regularly, the first thing you need to do is start training, right? Amen. And so that's, that's number one. It's okay. <laughs> number, number two, if you already are training, ingrain yourself in a grassroots kind of like community, right? So like, I just think CrossFit is absolutely genius. Like, they created a community and a brand that's like, just brings people together. So if you can, you know, get in a community like that or, or similar to that and really provide value to that community, you can easily, you know, um, provide value to them through your physical therapy services. Cause you know, you can definitely walk into a room of, of 50 gym go goers or a couple 200 members in a CrossFit gym. And I guarantee you over half of them are going to have some issue, whether it's pain or a mobility issue, or even if they're, they're not really having any, issues at the moment they probably want that pull up or get to that butterfly pull up or or be able to do an overhead squat and like again that's where a physical therapist with the right training could be the perfect person which is what we do it's almost i swear we do like 60 60 percent pain and now 40 percent just people want to come like man i really want to get to the point where i can where i can do um you know i can snatch my body weight what do i need to do and we can just show them how to do that safely and effectively so um i was long-winded but definitely train and then you know get into your community and just start providing value having conversations talking to athletes coaching like that's what i did as soon as i I signed up for the cash based clinic. I went and got my CLP one. I started coaching right away. And I just think that that's kind of valuable is, is the coaching aspect as well. Cause PTs are very similar to coaches. You know what I mean? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I, and I like the way you guys are doing it too. I mean, you're totally combining the two worlds, kind of like what this podcast is all about, but I agree with everything you said, man. Training is 
what gives us credibility and commonality amongst the patients that we see. And, you know, on the other side of that too, what you said about community, I mean, that's how you create relationships. That's, that's everything, especially in, you know, these, these one-on-one kind of niche models because word of mouth referral, that that's going to be your number one referral source. I mean, I, I assume you guys aren't relying on physicians. You aren't like having lunch with a bunch of doctors every single day, that kind of thing. So it's probably correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but yeah, yeah that, no, that's no, 100%. Huge. That's, that's been amazing for me. I really, I mean, we, we know doctors in the community and the kind of funny part is that the doctors won't send us really their patients. You know who they send to us? They're like friends and their family. <laughs> so that's a whole interesting thing to think about. But I mean, I get it though. Like the cash-based conversation is not a conversation everybody wants to have, but our main referral sources are, yeah, I mean, word of mouth, probably 70%. Maybe, you know, Danny does a way better job than me, but maybe we're 10% digital marketing. Um, and then the other 20% is really just like, I, we do workshops in the community and then you know, I probably have, you know, I either go train at somebody else's gym or I have coffee with a trainer or, or a yoga teacher or somebody like that um, pretty much once a week, you know what I mean? Just kind of like talk to them and tell them what we do and like, you know, just try to, um, you know, find some commonalities and, um, you know, build relationships. I think that's, that's a really under, you know, underutilized tool that a lot of people um, aren't using. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah where you say about the physicians too i mean we're the same way there's a couple in our community that we just generally like and respect as human but they actually get deemed if they send us patients like they work for big hospital systems and if they send us a patient it actually like cuts into like their bonuses and their take-home pay man it's a, it's a dirty dirty business in some ways um oh man it's, it's so nasty the same thing happened to us so like a big group called um, ati partnered with roper hospital and you know roper hospital bought all the all the primary care physicians and then they bought all the orthopedic docs and then, you know, spread out there. And then they finally just, you know, they bought out most of the big private practice PTs. There's still a couple left. Um, and yeah, I mean, it just, you know, they, they keep it all in house and um, you know, they, they usually see anywhere from three to four patients an hour. You know what I mean? I know that for a fact because I know some of these people um, and it's just, it's really, um, you know, it's really sorry for the it's just shitty for the profession and I hate it. And um, it's, it's just unfortunate. And I just wish, you know, there's obviously you guys are doing it right. It's what I love talking to you. Um, Brandon. It's just like, you know, there's a way to do it and still make money and still do it effectively. And um, a lot of these, you know, what to call mill clinics aren't, aren't doing that. And just, uh, it just, it just sucks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I kind of look at it like as a mill clinic being one extreme and cash base being the other extreme. Cause I've been a part or both. And I, I like to think that our practice is, is kind of like, you know, right in the middle, the old adage, everything in moderation that kind of applies with everything in life. And I think, I think this is well too, but you know, just because you go and network with one or two insurance companies doesn't mean you have to get a network with everyone. And, you know, the worst thing that's going to happen is that you'll be able to serve more people. You'll still keep the quality of care high, keep the practice patient driven and, you know, get to grow your practice, get to yeah. make a profit in the process. Not a bad thing. Get the Absolutely. Best Absolutely. There's a way to do it. Like, you know, it's all, it's all too about like what fits you and like your market and your personality and kind of what you're doing. Like, you know, cash base isn't the right way and the only way, like, you know, we know mill clinics is probably not the right way. And, um, but there's, there's a right way to do this. And I think, um, you know, if there's a gold standard of how it should be, if you're in at work, I mean, you guys at Vertex are definitely doing that. Appreciate that, man. That means a lot getting your stamp of approval. <laughs> <laughs> hey man it's easy to give when you guys do good work so you know well as far as things go with with you and danny and the pt entrepreneurs where are you guys looking to take that is there going to be some like mastermind groups some kind ed 
you're writing ebooks. I mean, what, what's the future hold for that? Where are you looking to take it? Yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, I, what I plan, I mean, Danny's still, I mean, he's the guy, he's the one doing it, but I mean, I feel like we can grow that mastermind group pretty darn big and we can grow it effectively and really help a lot of PTs kind of in their business and really um, teach them a lot. The, the digital products could be another way to do that. And I, and the con ed stuff is super interesting. Like, have you seen any con ed? I haven't for like marketing and business and sales and stuff like that. Like I don't see a ton of that. And if I do, it's definitely not marketed really well, which is probably part of <laughs> yep. the issue. Right. right. That's, you know? that's a huge so, hole in every uh, physical therapist game. Yeah. I feel like. Right. Could you get CEUs for that? I don't see why you wouldn't be able to get CEUs for that. Like, um, so I think that's a really interesting thing, like partnering maybe with the right company and be able to provide um, and, you know, educate at the same time, because obviously you can reach a lot more PTs, I think, um, that way. And the, the other piece that I think I like to is at some point holding some kind of bigger kind of events for physical therapists where a place where they can go that's like not um, you know, not an APTA conference, but maybe something similar, but it's more of n not directly physical therapy related. It's more like, let's call it performance related, whether it's like strength conditioning or um, marketing performance or business performance, a place where, you know, you can kind of do, get everything all at once in like a, you know, a weekend kind of a, or one day kind of a intensive course or something like that. So I think that stuff um, could be really cool. A place where you get Kelly Starrett to talk a little bit or maybe Quinn to talk or, you know, um, other CrossFit coaches to talk or, you know, I think it'd be really fun to do that kind of in the future. And I could see that happening. I don't know for sure. I don't want to talk ahead of myself, but I could definitely see something like that happening in the future. No, I definitely attend that as long as you go ahead in a Charleston in the summer, not in Atlanta. <laughs> well, you know, um, it could happen, buddy. It could happen. Keep your, you know, um, waterfront park and Folly beach and, you know, Sullivan's <laughs> Island, you can all grab a beer and, and hang out. I think I'd love that. Oh, life is hard down there, man. Yeah. I tell you. Yeah. I think I, I think I'm due for a Going visit. To the old I, have... I saw those pictures. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to get down there, man. Uh, <laughs> it sounds right. That sounds nice right about now. Anytime, man. I got a, I got a frog. I got a frog. You can stand. I think um, my wife just walked in. I think, um, there's a frog, man. We're right next to Sullivan's Island. We can go to Pose and like, it's right on the beach. You have like this awesome burger and have a beer and then walk. It's, it's, um, it's a fun place to be. You just let me know when you come up. I'll show you a good time. Oh, for sure. All right. We're scheduling that awesome. the moment we get off here. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Summer. Hey man, I'm only gonna be treating for 10 hours. I'll be flexible. I know. I know. Come be on my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of your podcast, man. So that's yeah, right a, off. that's a, that's another new, uh, new venture for you. And I know you're, you're partnered with another Charleston, uh, health practitioner. And that seems to be, uh, from what you've told me, uh, told us the market that you're trying to, to, talk to is the Charleston market and you're getting other clinicians from Charleston on there. Can you talk a little bit more about that? The healthy Charleston podcast? Yeah, sure, man. So I just, I get together kind of with, um, this guy's name is Wes Hendricks. It's really, he's a chiropractor, um, great guy. And we just got together like once a week and we were just kind of talking, you know, about training and talking about marketing stuff. And I always wanted to, I always want to find new ways to kind of reach people. And it's still like right now, it's a really trendy thing to be on a podcast. Like if you ask somebody to be on a podcast, they typically say yes. And I was like, man, this could be a really unique way for me to build bridges in the community. And at the same time, right, learn like some really cool stuff from other practitioners. You know what I mean? And, you know, 
start a podcast. So um, it's just, it's been a lot of fun. We've had, we did five episodes already and, you know, we, we cut them off in an hour, but like, man, it's just, you can get to talking, you know, just, but we just talk about what healthy is and like health tips and like, you know, each person, which is really interesting, has a completely diff- different definition of what health is to them. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of dig into that a little bit and kind of how their story started, how they got into the health or fitness realm. Um, and, you know, we had a yoga teacher, CrossFit owner and uh, osteopath who's a non-surgical um non-surgical doc, orthopedic doc, who was like an Olympic rower. And he had a really cool story too. So, you know, I'm just going to keep reaching out to people and, you know, see what kind of cool people locally we can get on the podcast. And I think it's a good way to get patients too, right? Like if they like, yeah. Oh man, what are these guys doing? And it could be another way to um, get, get some more awareness about the business. Awesome, man. Yeah. I've, I've listened to a couple episodes. I've really enjoyed it so far. I got to catch up though. I think I'm like two behind. Oh, that's all good, man. I, I appreciate it. But did you see the first one? So the first one, I don't know how you guys' first episode went, but I did not put my computer on where it didn't, like, it wouldn't go to sleep, if that makes sense. So six minutes in, the first episode, six minutes long, but we talked for 45. So it got cut off at six minutes and I didn't even freaking realize it. So I decided to upload it anyway, though. <laughs> yeah, we, we had our fair share of mistakes. I think we're like, I think we're like 10 episodes in before we even got decent mics. And it's actually Danny Matei. We did that one in person. And he was like, He's like, we have mics yet. I mean, how can we, how can we, uh, you know, take this seriously? Like, all right, it's it's not, it's time to go ahead and invest some equipment. Yeah, he walked sure. out. So to it's kind of definitely been on some. Yeah, he <laughs> walked some out to his, He walked out to his car and went and got mics for us uh, on his episode. So uh, we have to thank Danny <laughs> for that. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is bush league stuff, man. Yeah, it's like we got to step up into the pros. So. <laughs> that sounds like candy right there. <laughs> that's hilarious well hey i got something i want to talk to you about that's totally unrelated but it is related to what i've been seeing you doing on instagram lately i want to talk about these mullet squats man not many people know what those are and um you know so i've i've seen people doing these in the past but man talk us through those man how are those going for you Oh man, can I, I don't want to talk about it. It's just traumatic just thinking about doing mullet squats right now. I think I got two more this week too. So um, yeah, our CrossFit owner loves squats and he's just put so many different variations. So it's, uh, you know, it's business in the front and party in the back. So um, we will do four right now. We're in 75% one rep max front squat and we're doing four front squats. You rack it and you immediately go and do eight back squats at that 75%. And it is, I'm not going to lie, miserable. It is oh, yeah. miserable, but insanely effective for hypertrophy. You know what I mean? Because you can get through, you don't think you can get through those last eight, but somehow your body just gets through it. And, uh, you know, we do them twice a week. It's, it's, uh, it's fun, man. I enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoy that stuff, feeding my body up. That's Gosh, I was hoping you. I was hoping you didn't see that, man. It looks like that might be coming yeah, in, in on my program sometime we're, we're soon. Near, next we're weeks. nearing the end of uh, Brandon's current <laughs> cycle, so I, you know, I'm getting just gathering new ideas. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. I'll, I always I uh, see some of your lift there now again, so I'll definitely have to catch that. I'll, I just want to see the pain in your face and your eyes when it happens. It's coming, man. Anything, anything besides those uh, rower intervals from hell, I'll, I'll try something new. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh God. <laughs> well, Eve, uh, thanks so much for your time, man. This has been a great conversation. Before we sign off, you got anything else you want to weigh in on and can you tell the listeners where to find you if they want to look you up? Yeah. Um, just, um, find me on Facebook. Um, I'm sure you'll write my first and last name into the show notes. Y V E S last name's G E G E. Find me on Instagram, find me on Facebook. I try to put as much valuable content kind of, um, as far as far as, 
business is fine. Um, I'm really kind of obsessed right now with a lot of just mindset of where your mind needs to be to kind of grow in your business and grow, um, honestly, as an individual. So I post a lot of kind of my thoughts there in one minute or less, at least I try. Um, and definitely check out the PT Entrepreneur Group. We got a growing group of um, some awesome PTs and other healthcare practitioners just trying to push push all their businesses and all their um, individual goals kind of the next level. So um, I appreciate your time, guys. This was fun. Awesome. Yeah, we can't thank you enough for coming on. And I'm serious about coming and visiting you. I want to try to get down there before you're before you stop treating so much because I, I uh, really like the way that you go about things, man. So I'm gonna try to get down there and spend a day with you treating. Uh, and then maybe we'll schedule another time when you're not treating so we can have a little bit more fun. And we'll do some mullet squat. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Well, I'm going to wait till yeah, you guys no, are done. I'm maybe. wait till you guys are done with that cycle before I uh, schedule my trip then. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I understand. I understand. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, awesome, guys. thank you again, Eve, and to our listeners. Thank you guys again for tuning in. If you could, please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. Go to iTunes and leave us a review. We really appreciate the reviews. It's how we reach more people. It's also a great place to leave a comment or a question for a future episode. If you want to find out more from Brandon, you can check out vertexpt.com or at vertexpt. If you want to find out more from me, you can go to carolinaperformancetraining.com or at cpt underscore strength. And we'll talk to you guys next Monday. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor of physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.